Welcome to a Second Chance at Life podcast. I am your host, Arvilla Beckworth. I help women who've been confronted with life's challenges turn their experiences into an opportunity at a new direction in life. Each week, you'll hear motivating stories, life-changing interviews, along with actionable tips and strategies to doing life over again. Now, let's get the show started. Thank you for listening to a Second Chance at Life podcast. I'm your host, Arvilla, and this is episode number 16. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And thank you for joining me for another week, another episode. If you are new to my podcast, I want to welcome you. And if you're one of my returning listeners, thank you for coming back. So I know this is weeks late, but back on Easter, Versus had an earth, wind, and fire versus the Isley Brothers uh, battle between the two. And I didn't realize how much I enjoy music, especially old school music. Just reminiscing and hearing some of the songs that they were playing just kind of took me back to a a space when I was younger because I remember my my parents would listen to it and even though the music was back in 1965 1970s when I was born in 78 the music was still going and um I just remember hearing on my dad's record player and you know I hear the songs you know throughout my life you'll hear different remixes of it popping up but just to hear the original artists sing the songs it just took me to a happy spot. And the one thing about me, I noticed self-care and music go hand in hand. When I have a tough day, if I'm anxious, if I need to work out, if I need to relax, music seems to be my go-to because it puts me in this place of um, calmness, remembrance, a happy place. When it's time for me to work out, it kind of amps me up. So I love music and I use that as my self-care, you know, I try to do it each and every week, especially when I'm in the truck. Sometimes when you're driving 100, 200, 300 miles straight, you just need that kind of, you know, kind of keep you going. So I enjoy music. It's very much therapeutic and it's much needed for me. But if you didn't get a chance to check out that Versus, you can definitely go on YouTube, look it up and, uh, Just see what they had going on. But let me go ahead and get right into it. This week, I want to talk about, is that considered an emergency? Last week, I talked about how dealing with money and getting a stimulus check, uh, your tax refund paycheck, how sometimes you can spend money before you even get it. But this week, I want to talk about saving money. Because that was one area of my life that I challenged with in the beginning stages. Because as soon as I got the money, saving it wasn't a thought in my mind. I got the money, bought what I wanted, and then it seems like months later, maybe even a year later, some type of emergency pops up and I didn't have the money to cover it. So I had to learn the hard way many, many, many times about not having a savings account 
mainly an emergency account. Now with an emergency account, for me, I consider two separate things, a savings account when you save and an emergency. And I learned this particular program through Dave Ramsey and it was one of his first things he talked about, which is he considered as a baby step. Baby step one is to save $1,000 in an emergency beginner fund. And what that means, it's $1,000 that you try to scramble up as fast as you can and put it into a beginner emergency fund that you keep at a bank that you don't touch. Now, if your income is below $20,000 and below, then he suggests saving only $500. But with that being said, this emergency fund is not to solve your problems, but it's it's supposed to give you a peace of mind that if an emergency happens that costs up to $1,000, you're not going to a credit card to pay for it. You're not going to a payday loan to get the money for it, or even going to a family member to get that money. That money is to be there for an emergency only for you to access as an emergency. Now you may ask, what's considered emergency? Well, Emergency could be anything your family deems it to be. It could be if your car breaks down and you need to get a rental car, a flat tire, if somebody has to go to the emergency room so you need a copay, someone breaks into your house so you got to replace some things, and then whatever else you consider an emergency. But what is not an emergency? Going on vacation, buying a new phone, buying some new furniture, getting the newest Xbox, buying the newest makeup palette. Those are not considered emergency. Now with an emergency, an emergency fund is a savings account that you set aside specifically for emergencies and that you can access. Now later down the line in his program, he talks about saving three to six months of a savings account. So if you want to buy things that are um, big ticket items like vacation, save for a down payment for a home, save for a down payment for a house, a furniture set. Those things are savings account items that you're saving for and you're working towards. But in the beginning stage of trying to get out of debt, you want to at least have $1,000 in an emergency fund that you can access and then pay your um, item off with. But with that being said, as soon as you deplete that $1,000, you want to go ahead and replenish it. You don't want to keep moving on further uh, with your debt program or keep paying your debt off. You want to make sure you keep that $1,000 fully funded at all times because we never know when emergency happens. We never know when we will have to get the money, pay for something, and then replenish it later. The one thing that I learned the hard way when I started this program, I put the $1,000 in there. But then it seemed like the emergencies that I had was definitely not emergency. You know, I spent $500 on an iWatch. I'm like, well, I'll replenish that during next tax time. So for the next six, seven months, I only had $500 in my emergency fund. Tax time came around. What I thought I was getting back for my tax refund, I didn't get. So now I'm still at a $500 emergency fund. Then I had an emergency that cost $1,000. Guess what? I only had 500 to cover it. 
and then I had to use the other 500 at a payday loan. So to me, I ended up spending more money, not only for the emergency, but I had to keep paying the payday loan lender money back because I was borrowing their money for this emergency. So with that being said, I want to get you guys in the mind frame that when you get a stimulus check, when you get a paycheck and you can save some money or put money aside, or even your tax refund, consider setting money aside for emergency fund. So if anything happens, you have that money uh, put to the side and you can access it when you need it. You don't want to keep it at your house because as soon as, you know, something happens, you think, okay, I'm going to dip in it real quick and not replenish it. Because nine times out of 10, you're not going to replenish that fund. You'll just have it sitting there halfway filled up. But if you take it to your bank, credit union, and have it put off to the side so you can't access it freely, then that money will always be there uh, until an emergency happens. Hopefully, an emergency doesn't happen, but we all know that things happen and out of our control and even in our control that we'll need to use that money. One thing that I want to also encourage you guys that once you get the $1,000, um, come up with a plan to also pay off your debt because uh, that's another thing for me as well that in the process of trying to pay my debt off, uh, money I could be using to build up my emergency fund, I'm using it to pay off credit cards. So once I get my, um, my $1,000 set to the side, then I'm going to focus furthermore on my debt. And in the next episode, which is 17, I'm going to go furthermore in paying off debt and the importance of doing that. Uh, the reason why I think it's so important to talk about money and money goals is because, like I said, everyone's getting access to some extra money um, from the government, from their taxes and stuff. And sometimes it's easy to forget the things that you need to do with your money instead of the things what you want to do. So keep that in mind. If you have money that's coming up and you don't have an emergency fund, think about putting some money aside just for that rainy day. So until next time, have a great week. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and leave a review. If you know someone who would benefit from this podcast, please make sure you share. Until next week, Keep smiling, learning, and striving for a second chance at life.